102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 in the doors. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be uh, rainy today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 47. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. No, I don't know how this happens. Scott Cohen was able to record our his sportscast this morning, but he will not be able to join us. Apparently, uh, too much travel. So, uh, no Cohen today. Yeah, Sorry to disappoint. Oh, man, I'm so upset about that. I know. I Maybe mean, I can read uh, ESPN's opinions and, and just read them on the air like they're my own, too. You've already done that. Well, I'll just do it like I'm somebody else. I mean, it's you know, opening day, Thursday, or Final Four is all set. Kind of a big week. Yeah, we don't need any sports talk around here. No. But maybe uh, maybe something in, in its place. Yeah, we'll come up with something. Don't don't worry about that. Plus, there's lots of stu- uh, stuff to talk about our weekends. You know, we could do an Am I the A-Hole since we have two guests tomorrow and one guest on Wednesday. We could do that, too. I am up for anything. Don't say that. Nearly anything. All right. 536. Back to Nagel on Rock 102. Two great tastes that taste great together. Chocolate and peanut butter. Two Springfield's Classic Rockets, 551 and Queen. We're back to Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be rainy and crappy today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 47. But hey, at least the temperature is above 50 for the entire week. At least. Well, I mean, uh, we've been freezing our butts off, uh, you know, back and forth between freezing and then spring-like weather and... Hopefully, uh, this spring-like weather will stick around. So there you go. It's right, 30 everybody. in downtown Springfield. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Jonathan Majors from Creed 3 and Ant-Man 3 was arrested after a domestic dispute with a woman, but his attorney says he's innocent and the charges will be dropped. How does he know? Well, uh, they all say that. That's my point. They're lawyers. Yeah, boy. Is he one of those lawyers you can talk to? Uh, no. The lawyers you can talk to are right here in uh, in Springfield. No other lawyers do you want to talk to? No. Especially the ones that are operating on this kind of phony scale. How can we book two of them tomorrow, then? <laughs> I don't know. Gwyneth Paltrow testified Friday in the civil trial against the guy she collided with on a ski slope in 2016. Have you been watching any of this? A little bit. Uh, And she said he ran into her. And not only that, but when he first hit her, she thought she was being sexually assaulted. Uh, She said, quote, I was skiing and two skis came between my skis forcing my legs apart, and then there was a body pressing against me, and there was a very strange grunting noise. So my brain was trying to make sense of what was happening. I thought, is this a practical joke? Is somebody doing something perverted? This is really, really strange. He was groaning and grunting in a very disturbing way. He was in pain from her crashing into him. You hit him. That's where the groan came from. Uh, the plaintiff, a 76-year-old year, named uh, Terry Sanderson, initially sued Gwyneth for $3.1 million, but the judge capped his potential reward at $300,000. Listen, a 76-year-old man groans when he gets up off the couch. Yeah. Never mind when a 40-year-old woman crashes into him with her skis. Uh, she countersued for a symbolic $1 plus legal fees. Boy, that's going to run him. 
Yeah, you know, th- but it was kind of interesting the way she worded that report because she did make it sound like she was sexually assaulted almost in a way to say, well, if I just say that and I make it, I, I kind of... Yeah, except if you were sexually assaulted, God forbid, I- wouldn't you want a little bit more than a dollar? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would if, if it, be it, a little bit more than that. I, I guess. mean, if I were victimized by that way, I would be uh, looking for a hell of a lot more than a dollar. I'm glad you focused on that point of the story. Uh, well, I'm just saying more that Gwyneth Paltrow was trying to, you know, maybe insinuate something that obviously never happened. For a dollar, I mean, I'd go after everything the guy was worth. What was that uh, robo? I'd buy that for, for a, a dollar. dollar. <laughs> You know, we should yeah, you know, we should do that. We should get old movie clips and put them on the radio like uh, they just happened yesterday. What a clever idea. The internet seems to want to see Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber in a vicious blood feud. I know I do. Me too. Uh, but it seems like the opposite is happening. Haley recently reached out to Selena to let her know that she's received death threats and, quote, hateful negativity. And Selena's not having any of that. In a message on Instagram yesterday, she said... This isn't what I stand for. No one should have to experience hate or bullying. I've always advocated for kindness and really want this all to stop. Then Haley posted a message thanking Selena for speaking out, and she said that the two of them have been, quote, discussing the last few weeks how to move past this ongoing narrative between her and I. She added, things can always be taken out of context or construed differently than they were intended. In the end, I believe uh, love will always be the bigger than hate and negativity. Uh, see, okay. everything's fine now in the Selena uh, Haley uh, Bieber Bieber world. Maybe I don't know. And Justin Bieber says nothing. Well, no, he's let these they let these two go at at it in a cat fight. You're gonna really get involved with your uh, two exes or your your current wife and your ex. Well, there's no winning in that situation. Uh, yeah, there is really no winning. At there's all. no winning. Looks like Emily Ratajkowski has uh, already has a new man. Harry Styles. How did she get so lucky? I don't know. He's a he's dreamy. He, he's a snack. He's not a snack. He's a whole meal. He's an. I was gonna say he's an in between meal. The uh, two were seen kissing passionately on the streets of Tokyo Saturday night. He was in town for his love tour, uh, love on tour concerts. Last month, it was reported that he started dating a mystery woman after his breakup with Olivia Wilde last November. Well, mystery solved. As for Emily, since she filed for divorce from uh, husband uh, Sebastian Bear McClard in September, she's been linked to Brad Pitt, Pete Davidson, and Eric Andre. He, uh, Harry must have manifested this because there's an old One Direction interview that's resurfaced where he calls Emily his celebrity crush. Oh. It's like he sees the future. Well, he probably sees, once I have millions of dollars, I can get any one of these broads. You think he talks like that? No, I don't think he talks like that. Well, I mean, it's Harry Styles. I mean, how would you? How would you not? You know, that's that's like the the, the find that you bring home to mom and dad. Hey, mom, dad, I met somebody. Yeah, it's Harry Styles. He's like an accelerant. You know, it's like yeah. uh, he's like this close to just completely bursting in your face. And speaking of Olivia Wilde, she was uh, married to Jason Sudeikis. And that's I right. Just started watching. I watched the first couple episodes of Ted Lasso. Uh, of the pretty, new season? Yeah. It's all right. And I'm thinking, you know what? This has got to be the last one because there's no way you can stretch this out for more. <laughs> it's, it's already two seasons too long. It should have ended last year, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe. Or the last time. Actually, it's still, it had, a, it's still a great show, though. 
It is a great show, but uh, it's like how long can you – you got to win a championship or lose one. <laughs> like, let, let's make that happen. Uh, if you're Jewish, I have good news to start your week. Kanye West likes you again. Well, I'm sure Jewish people are very happy to hear that. Well, it's all thanks to Jonah Hill. Kanye returned to Instagram on Saturday to post the following message. Watching Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street made me like Jewish people again. You know, uh... Really doesn't take much to convince this man anything, does it? I guess not. I mean, you you wouldn't wonder, well, then why were you so upset to begin with? No one should take anger against uh, one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. Mm. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite knowing Jesus is a Jew. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. Yeah. Nice nice try, pal. Well, I mean, he's trying. He's, He's... Working on the public relations part of, part of his career now. I guess so. And uh, Kim Kardashian uh, showed off her thin waist and natural curves as she pops her butt out in her latest Instagram shoot. Really? Just had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had anything pop out like this was when I got a Baja blast to the face from Ray J's Cooch Cork <laughs> in that sex tape you can purchase on Uport for $39.95. Uh, Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but uh, we again had uh, Netflix and chill night. Okay. We uh, started with Riding Miss Daisy. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Then we watched uh, Forrest Rump. <laughs> There's more? What, what was the final one you said? Oh, what was the final one you say? Well, we wrapped it all up with the curious taste of Benjamin's button. <laughs> <laughs> Who was actually curious about that? <laughs> I don't know. what I'd like to know. Well, I almost couldn't get that out of my mouth. <laughs> Much like our Netflix and chill session. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. The National. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. With Scott's four-step, four easy steps to an awesome lawn. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'm just going to lay it all on the line here. Anyone who tells you that they were able to correctly pick this year's Final Four is a freaking liar. And if they did pick these four teams, it's only because they have no operational understanding of college basketball or how it works. Get a load of this year's Final Four. UConn, Miami, San Diego State, and Florida Atlantic. Now, I'll be honest with you. I didn't have any of these four teams in the Final Four. I had three of them in the Sweet 16, but that's as far as I got. And up until two weeks ago, I didn't even realize that Florida Atlantic was a real thing. Never mind having a Division I basketball program. In fact, if you told me that the FAU Owls were going to make it to the Final Four a month ago, I would have said, what? Was the DeVry Institute or the Connecticut School of Broadcasting not putting teams in this year? Then it occurred to me that the reason why I've never heard about the FAU basketball program was because this is only the second NCAA appearance in team history. And the last time it happened was 21 years ago, and even then, they never made it past the second round. As it turns out, they not only had a team, but Florida Atlantic is an actual university with more than 24,000 undergraduate students. How was anybody supposed to know that? My final four looked like this. Houston, Kansas, Marquette, and Alabama. And what happened to those guys? They all seemed like decent picks at the time, but they were not. Instead, there's some idiot out there that might have accidentally picked UConn, Miami, San Diego State, and Florida Atlantic instead. And that guy wasn't me. 
suddenly I'm the idiot that might not have known what he was talking about. Having said all that, I predict that you're going to have a UConn-San Diego State final with UConn winning their first national championship in nine years. Of course, I wouldn't put money on that because I'm the guy who didn't even remember that Florida Atlantic University was something that wasn't made up. Now I know, and so do you. But hey, and if my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Scott's four-step, only 100 bucks at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. It's the best deal in town, and it just got a little bit better. Because now you can get a free $15 Ace gift card with your Scott's four-step. Offer ends tomorrow, so get a move on. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 in Aussie. We're back to Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, Going to be rainy today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 47. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, because uh, Scott Cohen will not join us, we are debating whether or not it's going to be an open line Monday. Uh, I think it should be. Yeah, why not? Uh, so, we uh, haven't done an open line Monday in a lot of Mondays. So, <laughs> so we can do that. Uh, for those of you who have never listened to open line Monday, the rules apply just like they do on open line Friday. Don't. Act like a jackass and keep, uh, you know, keep your filth to yourself. Yeah, that's it. So uh, over the weekend, guess what I did? Uh, I don't know. I hung out with Tommy James and the Shondells. Get out of here! I was kidding. Uh, I went to see uh, Keith Coogan at the Agawam Cinemas. Right. Yeah. Yes. What how was how was that? It was actually very cool, and it was a pretty cool experience, uh, not just for me, but for my kids, and uh, I th- we had a great time over there, and I had never been to the Agawam Cinemas. Yeah. Um, so they have this special event. There was like a there was like a VIP uh, section in the beginning where you got like, you know, there's some kind of like thing you got, uh, like a trinket, like some kind of memorabilia. Like a, like a Keith Coogan uh, you know, tchotchke of some well, kind? Well, he was selling items from the movie he was in. Like, I see. Uh, like the scarf from the Adventures in the Babysitting movie and uh, some of the uh, like the DVDs and you know things like that. He was selling all that stuff, and he had his wife with him, who's obviously his... His handler for the, uh, you know, for the money and all well, that stuff. Well, I mean, I you gotta believe you gotta you gotta sieve all those yeah. offers out. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to schedule those for you, you know. So, uh, but the Ag- the Agawam Cinemas, I had never been in there. I've been over there a thousand times. I've just never been in the actual <sighs> cinemas, and it's a really cool place in there. The only time I was ever in there is I think I dropped my kids off to go see a movie, and I think I went to the still until they were yeah yeah they yeah, were you done. Got, you got nice and uh, liquored up. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to say that because that would sound uh, ooh, I don't At, know irresponsible. The statute of limitations is long past, Bax. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I think the kids are over it. Now. Yeah, 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 and the still doesn't even exist in that location anymore either. No, so. it's their, it was their old location. Right. They're, they're two miles away. <laughs> Anyway, so the Agawam Cinema is a very nice place. I mean, it, like the whole, even the lobby experience, the movie, it's it's obviously smaller than a Regal or a, you know, the what's that one? It's that one that used Cinemark to be at the or, Eastfield Mall? Yeah, yeah, Cinemark or whatever they are. Uh, but so what? I mean, I kind of like that, you know, setting. I like the, the smaller theater setting to it. Yeah, there used to be a place in Providence that had uh, couches. Yeah. You were you. You weren't sitting in like uh, the stadium seating. They were couches, and they see, were comfortable couches. See, that's a good idea too. Yeah, I think anytime you come up with a different way to watch a movie, uh, people are interested in it. There's so that you go in, and it's it, the theater is more like a like a college like 
classroom, like an like an auditorium style, like that had like the like the Bunsen burner that came out of the corner, like the little gas line that would come out. No, 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 that's no. too bad. Yeah, you weren't I, allowed to do that. That would have been fun for the movie. Oh, uh, the ones where we used to leave the gas on sometimes just yeah. to see how long it would take for somebody to notice. Or light it on fire oh, just, yeah. just to see how fun that would be. How, how far it goes. You yeah. don't need both those eyebrows. Uh, but no, they have tables. It's 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 kind of weird. It's like it's like you're in a classroom almost. You sit down in the in the regular style theater seat and then there's this table that stretches the length of the row. So you have all your spot to put your drink and your popcorn and all oh, the other good. good stuff that that you need to do. It's just, it's just different. It's 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 something I've I've never kind of ex- experienced before yeah. as far as a, a theater. Uh, like if the movie sucks, you could probably just like whip out a deck of cards and play. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it reminds me of this classroom I had in high school that had it was like one of those like. I don't know how you would call that, like a stadium-style classroom. I don't know how to... Yeah, it had different tiers. Different tiers, and yeah. then, and then you know, there was like a podium thing at the end. It was kind of like what that was. So we get there at like 5 o'clock, and the line is like super long. Super long. Really? Because he's doing all this VIP meet and greet oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But get this. Even though you didn't pay for the VIP thing and you didn't get that extra ticket, that guy took a picture with every single person that was there which i was wildly impressed by really like he didn't like he didn't a big name like keith coogan a big name like keith coogan i know what you're getting at but uh what he was yeah. big enough to be on our show no but he's uh it was just nice to see somebody who's like kind of humbled with the fact that oh people still want to come out and see me and 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 do this thing and there's a lot there was a lot of fans there uh, coming out to see this guy. See, this is the difference between like a Keith Coogan and like a like a, a a Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Okay. Dustin Diamond never really let go of that whole screech thing. No. And it- really, his ego got carried away. Well, that and his desire to stab people from time to time. And uh, you know, look what happened to him. Now you got Keith Coogan living the living the dream life, coming all the way out to Agawam. And why not? You know, why you know, if people are going to go out of their way. To meet up and rub elbows with the likes of Keith Coogan, the very least yeah. you can do is stand up and give those people a good experience. But but I, I find that to be those like that's how you win fans over. It is. You're not a jerk. You're a guy who will you know even if you probably don't want to take a picture with somebody, uh, you take a picture with them. And he mm-hmm. was doing, and he was so into it too. He wanted to do these like we did this pose where we did the like an '80s movie poster. Yeah, he was doing. He was telling you, "Hey, stand this way." He was doing that not just with me, but with everybody else in line. That's what took so long to get the movie started. The so thing, how long? How they the delayed mo- the movie until he was done? Yeah, they wouldn't, and then he then there was a Q and A with him in the beginning of the movie. So people were asking questions. And okay, my kid even asked a question. Like it was like you know that kind of really kind of thing. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Oh, it's very cool. And he said, and it was probably it probably took about twenty twenty five minutes to answer everybody's question, and uh, there wasn't a lack of questions. There was lots of people who who. Because he was in a lot of different other different movies, and it wasn't just about that movie. There were, he was in Toy Soldiers. He was in that Adventures in Babysitting movie. Yeah. And he had he was in the Fox and the Hound. I didn't, oh, yeah, I didn't he, know he, that too. Incredible, uh, incredible credits to his career. Yeah. So, uh, but I thought it was really cool that, uh, and then they gave prizes away. You know what? It it, it is always kind of you know they always say don't meet your heroes, and and not like you know people are going to say you know Keith Coogan, I you know structure my lifetime around you know. 
Keith Cooganisms. No one's doing that. But you know, whenever you get a chance to meet somebody, yeah, you know, who's famous and they wind up being a decent person, it's bizarre. Like you wouldn't even yeah. imagine like this guy could be as nice as he is, which makes me sometimes think, all right, what's really wrong with this guy? What is really wrong with that you guy? Know, why yeah. is he being so nice to the likes of me? Well, again, uh, some people are more humble with what they have. Totally agree. And uh, this guy was just showing off a piece of his artwork. That's how I see it. Yeah. And uh, well, and was, I'm glad that was a good experience. It was a good experience, and it was a good experience for the kids too. Because uh, I told you, my oldest didn't want to. She didn't want to watch the movie before we went. She wanted to watch it, you know, as it happened. Yeah. And I think that was kind of a cool experience. Like, hey, we met the guy that was in the movie that we just watched. But then I said, hey, what'd you think of the movie? It wasn't as great as you said it was going to be. <laughs> And you, and you have to remember, that's a movie from my generation. Yeah, of that's course. Like a, it, it's, a, it's a coming of age movie for when I was 12. You had a movie out, probably. You had Animal House and all that other stuff. Animal like, House, Caddyshack, yeah. Meatballs, yes. Stripes. We had all those movies. So, as as the movie's not great, it's really, it's a kind of a dumb movie. It's a very dumb it was, movie. But it was great for its time. But it was great for its time, and it was great for the for the, for the the audience that it was in. And that's the kind of people that were in the audience, were like people my age, like, you know, hey, hey, I remember this. And, you know, everybody's talking about it. So, I thought it was a, it was a great experience. And uh, kudos to the Agawam Cinemas for uh, for getting they got the they got the other stuff coming up too. They got the guy from Breaking Bad coming up. And uh, um, no, the, that guy is going to be at the uh, the tattoo convention. Oh, the tattoo convention. Yeah, that's a different thing. Okay. In fact, we'll have uh, tickets to see uh, Stephen Michael Cazeta from Breaking Bad. Gomi. That's the guy that played Gomi. Damn. You would have no uh, frame of reference. I don't know for what that. you're talking about. But uh, yeah, he was one of the DEA agents. Well, the good that thing tried is, busting Heisenberg. Well, uh, I don't know. You're talking all this gibberish. I don't understand. I know I am, but uh, but trust me when I tell you, it's it's Gomi. It's Gomi. It's Gomi. All right. You're gonna love Gomi. I love Gomi. I love Gomi. I don't even know who Gomi. Yeah, things didn't end well for Gomi. Anyway, but that's uh, that's uh, neither here nor there. Well, I'm glad you had fun, and I'm glad Keith Coogan was not a was not a, a bad guy. That's that's good to know. No, but then uh, as the movie was starting, uh, my sister says to me, "Hey, you know this thing runs for an hour and forty five minutes," and I'm like, "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I only watch this when I was hungover in my twenties. <laughs> It's 623 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Miracle League of Western Mass believes every child deserves the... 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 628 and the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, rainy today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 47. It is uh, 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Make sure you check out the daily podcast after the uh, the show today after 10 o'clock. You'll be able to uh, listen to the show whenever you damn well feel like it. 24 hours a day with uh, on your own schedule. Also, uh, check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week is Mike Peters from The Alarm. Great, great story about a guy who's beaten cancer three times in his life and a brand new record coming out. In fact, the guy was near death uh, last fall with the leukemia and pneumonia, and he's made a remarkable comeback. It's a really cool interview. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and on rock102.com. That actually sounds pretty cool. I'm it's, looking forward to uh, listening to that. He's, the guy is... Like you want to talk about it, like a, a celebrity that uh, like is exceedingly nice. Yeah, Mike Peters is a, is very very cool, really inspiring guy. I'll put it on my playlist for this afternoon. Perhaps you should. Uh, I know we don't have time, but uh, have you seen this show called? Uh, 
Well, first of all, it's called Seeking Brother Husband is the new version of it. And it's used to be, or it is a show. It's like a spinoff of a show called Sister Wife or something like that. Yeah, they're polygamists. Yeah, what 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 is the obsession with this lately? With, with polygamy? swingers and, like, there's all these shows on that, uh, you know, yeah, they're, I, they're I, swapping people I, out. And, I think we're voyeuristic and want to yeah. know how, like, uh, people in untraditional situations live. Yeah. And that's one that uh, you think, well, that might be interesting for, like, one episode or half an episode but i wouldn't commit myself to a full season of it i just uh, the idea of you know being married to somebody and then watching that person get things done to them <laughs> f- from the other side of the room yeah i don't think i'd be okay with that i don't mean like a one-off you know threesome to uh, tryst you know well that's something to always keep in mind but thing, to, yeah to, it, it, listen, it's a, yeah. it's enough work to be married between two people yeah. rather than adding on you know sister wives and you know sister husbands yeah i just i don't uh i don't see the fascination with yeah that. it's a it's it's already <laughs> anybody who's more been, than you can handle anybody who's been married one wife is enough more than enough more and than any, enough. and any woman yes. will say one husband is more than enough right Except for these crazy people who want multiple ones. We got news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News for 633. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Name uh, Naples Home Buyers. They buy homes as is and offer solutions to any problems. Naples Home Buyers. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. One person is dead after a car crashed into a home on Montgomery Street Saturday morning in Chicopee. According to the Hamden DA's office spokesperson Jim Lydon, at approximately 2.43 a.m., the Chicopee police saw a vehicle driving at a high rate of speed on Broadway Street. As officers performed a traffic stop with the vehicle on Montgomery Street, the vehicle took off as the officer approached the vehicle. The, v- the officer then followed the vehicle in the vicinity of the 1000 block of Montgomery Street. The officer observed the vehicle had struck the exterior wall of a home and ended up inside the residence. The vehicle and the house were on fire a short time later. Inside the car, there were four occupants, a driver and three passengers, 19, 18, 17, and 13. Jesus. 2.43 in the morning. Uh, first responders removed three of the passengers from the vehicle and sent them to Bay State Medical Center for treatment of their injuries. The fourth passenger died in the accident. A resident of the home was hit by the vehicle and was inside the room that the vehicle crashed through. The resident was removed from the crash and was sent to Bay State Medical Center for treatment of their injuries. All of the other occupants of the home were able to exit safely before the house was on fire. According to the Chicopee Police Department, Montgomery Street was closed down from Dale Street to Samard uh, Drive due to the accident. That street, of course, has since reopened. The uh, investigation is conducted by the Mass State Police, the Hamden DA's office, and other agencies, and uh, we'll try to give you updates if we uh, if we get anything. But what a horrible, horrible thing. Terrible. Uh, <clears throat> late night, early morning, late night. I don't know what you need to call it. 2.43 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, that's uh, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, Enfield uh, police are asking for the public's help in identifying a person, the woman uh, that they have pictured on their Facebook page, is suspected of being involved in a larceny. Police say they are believed to have had connections in the Enfield, Suffield, and Western Massachusetts areas. If you can uh, identify this person, you're asked to contact Officer Tynan. And where can you uh, find a picture of this? Uh, On the uh, Enfield Police uh, Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. And uh, is it a good picture? Uh, Well... Remember when National Fupa Day last week? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that was uh, that, that was, was it, huh? Like where we're going with that? Uh, okay, no, yeah. yeah, you, you know, celebrate it. Well, I mean, I mean, that's uh, I don't think that's well, it's really a, accurate. I mean, uh, it's getting there. Yeah, that's yeah. She she seems of uh, normal height and weight. Yes, normal height and weight. I mean, you know, the, the, uh, the outfit perhaps is not uh, yeah, you know, maybe not too uh, terribly glamorous. flattering. Yeah, no, right. Yeah. Uh, Hatfield crews responded to a fatal accident of a pedestrian struck by a car in Hatfield. According to uh, Fire Chief Robert Flaherty, the incident occurred around 12, 11 a.m. Uh, this must have been Saturday on uh, Great Neponset Road on Valley Street. Officials confirmed that when crews responded to the incident at the location, CPR was in progress and one was transported to a local hospital but died due to the extent uh, of his injuries. And that's all we have for that story, mm. too. Uh, the Palmer Fire Department was called to 1035 Pleasant Street for a house fire this morning. Uh, the 22 News crew is currently at the scene, so I'm sure they'll tell you what they saw. But they could see smoke coming from the roof when they got there. The fire started. That's a pretty good bet in a fire story. Oh, my God, there's smoke coming out of that. That thing on fire? So glad. <laughs> Yeah. They've taught observational journalism. Started around 4.15 this morning, and multiple fire departments are assisting to put out that blaze. Pieces of the roof uh, could be seen breaking off and falling to the ground. That's the reporting. Okay. You're going to get out of that. That's about as much as you're going to get. Did you, uh, did, you, did you have fun yesterday at the, uh, the uh, United States Air Force concert band? To be honest, I thought it was a very nice afternoon, I, and, and they packed it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, we were, uh, Bax and I went down to uh, Symphony Hall yesterday to emcee and introduce uh, the uh, Air Force band, which was uh, really cool. It was very, very cool. Good. It uh, had the mayor there. Mayor Dom Dom. Yep. We, uh, who, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Chris Marion took a great picture yeah. uh, of the three of us. And the, uh, the guy from MGM was there, too. Chris Kelly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, was, it was a good afternoon. Even uh, even got a, a nice little uh, you know, hug from uh, Brenda Garten yesterday. You know, the, who looks uh, spectacular. One of the uh, the funniest uh, things that happened yesterday was uh, we there was a private reception for, you know, people like us, you know, the mucky mucks, if you will. Yeah, the right. Members of the band, uh, the, you know, the, the Well, there's no reason we should be milling around with normal people. And, uh, well, uh, that's w- one normal person came in. <laughs> And uh, and Judy Mack quickly showed her the door. Yeah, right. Well, you had to. And then, like ten minutes later, there was another guy there. Did you see the other guy there that was standing uh, there? Yes. And then uh, he starts like pouring himself a nice little glass of iced tea out of that jug that they had. Yeah. And then he goes, "Am I supposed to be taking any of this stuff?" And I go, "I wouldn't want to run into her if you do." And I just walked away because <laughs> I was waiting for her to go over and uh, catch him. But we were already, uh, you know, at the at. At the time that yeah. we had to go on, but uh, it was uh, it was a good a good afternoon. I always like seeing uh, you know live concert. You know what? It's like a great that. band, and and uh, more importantly, uh, Springfield came out to support them. I mean, you know that's a that's a that's a that's a seating capacity of two thousand people. Yeah. at Symphony Hall, and they filled it. It was a it was a jammed up crowd, so that was really encouraging. Uh, the Thomas J. O'Connor Animal Control and Adoption Center had their annual kitten shower in Springfield. Really? Yeah. On Saturday morning, the event helped the uh, support the upcoming kitten season and took place from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Hmm. Western Mass News spoke with Lori Swanson, who's the executive director at TJO, and expressed how important the event is for their animals. 
TJO, for the uh, last 10 or so years, every year we've done a kitten shower. It's uh, been interesting because this year we've had kittens year-round. <laughs> so this makes this event that much more important. Can oh my God, are you, are you crying? No, I need a tissue. I had a big snot rocket come out of my nose when I was talking about that because I was laughing at the fact that... Yeah, let it out. The last time we had a kitty shower was when uh, <laughs> that club blew up over on Worthington Street. Wasn't that kitty shower an hour? No, no, no. That was the no. old Ray Street Pub. They didn't. Uh, they didn't have the shower an hour at the uh, at the old scores. Dude, that was gross. I can't believe that uh, went right down <laughs> on my stash and everything. <laughs> Nasty. But you know what? Uh, you handled it very discreetly. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, you can't hide that noise. It was like a. You know, it was like a like a hawk. Yeah, you should have asked like a like like that must have happened at Barry, like during a newscast, where you're slinging snot rockets all over the place. You know, like you had Brenda's ducking things, there, you know, trying to get out of the way. Yeah. John Quill's taking cover. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I probably has happened to him <laughs> at some point. Uh, but let's get back to the wet kitties, okay? Okay, sure. But, yeah. but it's not, it says, it says kitty shower. It's a kitty shower. It's like a baby shower. Oh, not, so it's not like you're cleaning your kitty. No, no. You're not You're not cleaning your pussy cat at the TJO. You know, sometimes those things can get filthy. Uh, so, yeah, they, they had a nice little event. Uh, Swanson said the turnout of people and donations went above and beyond what they've done in the past uh, 10 years or so. All proceeds and, and donations from the event will help hundreds of kittens. Huh. A kitten shower. Uh, now, do you do you uh, give them a bath with your tongue? Because that's how they normally do it. Yeah, yeah. It's, Get all okay. the fur stuck to your face. Well, you ever give your pussy cat a bath? <laughs> Uh, the uh the kitten shower uh you know you have to get it catered mm-hmm. uh you have to you know somebody sit is there like a is there like a dad cat sitting there <laughs> holding all the gifts and then writing down who gave what so they oh, can yeah. send thank you cards out <laughs> afterwards well you want to express your gratitude yeah and then there's like another there's like a drunk old granny cat going who wants more mimosas <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm no Rachel Ray. But, no, you're uh, not. But I'm a better cook at, uh, than this, at least. Some guy burned down a building in downtown Austin, Texas last week while trying to make nachos by lighting a bag of chips on fire. That's not how you make nachos. His name is uh, John Daniel Banks. Oh, it's like, what is that? That's like the assassinator of the uh, of the potato chip bag. <laughs> and he's 32 years old. He'd been staying in the building without permission, so he was squatting. He was apparently, uh, he had a bed, but not a stove. He lit the bag of chips on fire to cook the nachos, and the flames spread to his bed. He claims he tried to put the fire out, but eventually left, and when he came back, the second floor was engulfed. <laughs> Firefighters managed to put it out, but not before it spread to the roof of a building next door that just went through a multi-million dollar renovation mm. last year. And he never got to eat the nachos. <laughs> no, everything was ruined uh, inside the building that was ruined by smoke and water damage, but luckily no one was hurt, and they do have insurance. Firefighters estimated the damage is around a million dollars. John's facing uh, arson charges and up to 10 years in prison, and he never got the nacho. Yeah, no kidding. You know, uh, every person, every man needs to know how to cook certain things. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, how to open up a can of soup, uh, how to uh, uh, cook a, a hamburger. Making nachos is not really a complicated process. 
No, it's not. That should be one of those things they teach you like in high school. My uh, my kids do the the microwave nachos. See, you basically me, just put a cut. You know, you put a you, you micro you put cheese on it, and you microwave it for twenty seconds, and it's done. That's the quick way of doing it. Yeah. The problem is uh, the chips sometimes come out a little funky. The chips, you know, yeah. they. They lose their crispiness. I don't think a hungry child really cares about No, because I've done it myself. Yeah. I've yeah. done it myself. Well, you don't really care about quality at that point. No, but you know, I, just popping them, in, popping them in the oven until the cheese melts is perfectly fine. I made, uh, yesterday, I, I, made a, I made another corned beef brisket on Friday. To fix the one you ruined the other to day? To redeem myself from, uh, for, for the one I ruined. And, yeah. Uh, it came out great. came out awesome. And then uh, yesterday I made uh, corned beef hash. Ooh, that's good stuff. With and I used the uh, the cabbage and the carrots and the potatoes that I uh, sure. also to to mash up in there, and it tasted like an Irish corned beef hash. God, yeah, bless it. That sounds it good. It was absolutely delicious. And you didn't save any for me, right? No, I ate it all. Of course, nah. I'm not going to save it for you. I mean, I would have saved it for you, and I got into the the trouble of making it. Yeah, I don't think you would have. No, you're probably right, but. Yeah. You got me in the mindset of wanting some uh, corned beef hash, and yet I see none in front of me. You want uh, my good corned beef hash? Yeah, I don't want. I don't want That's some sort of sweatshop corned beef hash. Sweatshop hormel from a Please. canned corned beef hash. Get out of here! Did you ever buy the? I have a can of the actual corned beef. I've never had it before, and I don't know. You know, like it's just corned yeah, beef. It, it, not for nothing. Yeah, certain things should not be eaten from a can. Corned beef. You can do better. You make your own. You make your own. It's worth it. You know, the time and the effort. Yeah. It's worth it. Always going to be better than opening up a can. Open up a can of whoop-ass. No kidding. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, rainy with a high of 59 tomorrow. Cloudy with a high of 47. Looking at 30 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. G. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 651 in Aerosmith with Bax and Nangle on Rock 102. Going to be uh, rainy today with a high of 59 tomorrow. Cloudy with a high of 47. Looking at 30 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, when you mention temperatures like this, you know what this means to most people? What? Golf. The Rock 102 Golf Club is back and brought to you by the uh, Swing Oil Beer Company. Get 11 rounds of golf to some of the area's finest courses like Keeney Park, the Ledges, Wyckoff, uh, Brattleboro Country Club, and many more for only $199. You're paying less than $20 a round. A hell of a savings. Get one for you or for a friend. Makes a great gift for any golfer. It's the Rock 1-2 Golf Club, Club presented by Swing Oil Beer. Uh, goes on sale on uh, April 3rd. So uh, prepare yourself for that's uh, coming up very, very soon. Yeah, it is, uh, it is getting that time of year to go out there and uh, practice your putts, wash your balls. Choke up on your on your uh, shaft. Yeah, grab your shaft. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a good time. That's the way you do be it. A damn good time. So that all be that. So that that goes on sale on Monday the third. So prepare yourself for that. And then uh, opening day for the Red Sox is Wednesday, right? Thursday. 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 Okay. And uh, it's not looking pretty. In fact, I got a whole thing about it in my next view from the couch. Yeah. This is going to be a very tough year for us. Very tough year. Why? They uh, remember the old days when uh, the Red Sox would have like the top one, two, maybe third highest payroll in baseball. Yeah, you know what they are this year? What fourteenth? Fourteenth? Yes. You know what that tells me? What they've invested absolutely nothing into this team. 
But you know just as well as anybody that that doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't really mean anything, but it means a lot to the Red Sox, especially when you think of all the great players that have walked out the door yeah. to sign for big bucks elsewhere. But money doesn't always necessarily indicate success. True. You know, you can have a bunch of successful people and you pay them all, you know, $50 million each. Mm. But, but do you have any idea how many successful teams they are there are out there that are their fourteenth highest payroll in their league? No, yeah, there aren't that many. No, there's not that many. Hey, speaking of which, uh, you know, uh, who's going to win and, and all that stuff? We, we, I've been, I've been messing around with that that BetMGM app. Yeah, and uh, I, I, we were talking last week about. I think it was our boss. He said he put like. Ten bucks down on uh, the Patriots to win or something the the Super yeah, Bowl yeah to win the Super Bowl yeah and uh, so I was like oh let me go mess around with these things well let me tell you something man I got five dollars on the winner of this year's World Series okay and that is the Pittsburgh Pirates really and the payout. Is like ten thousand five hundred dollars on a five dollar bet <laughs> <laughs> because nobody expects the Pittsburgh Pirates well, to even get into the playoffs. That's why I was so shocked yeah. when you said the Pittsburgh Pirates. Well, because it's like, all right, well, this is this is how things happen sometimes. It's a long shot. It's yeah. probably never gonna happen. But what if it did? And it's only five bucks, and your five bucks. You're probably going to lose, but yeah. you could win $10,000. You do realize, though, that uh, Pittsburgh uh, and the Pirates are a terrible baseball team. I get that, but you also, uh, as we've been talking with these basketball teams, you just did a whole view from the couch about mm-hmm. it. Like, if anybody could pick these people to win. You can't predict what's going to happen. Nobody is predict you cannot have predicted this final four. I'm sorry, I exaggerated that. It's only a thousand dollars, but that's five bucks. You turn into a thousand dollars. I thought it said ten thousand dollars, but anyway, well, five still. bucks gets into a thousand dollars. That's I mean, it's still a good payout. Yeah, the yeah. I uh I I just don't know if you know Pittsburgh would have been the one I would have gone for, but that's it. Listen, it happens. Well, Sometimes they hit. And and no one ex- expects a thing. I probably would not put money on the Red Sox to win the World Series. Again, you don't know that. I know. You have no idea. I'm almost at the point now where I believe Pittsburgh actually does have a better chance. <laughs> but That's how confident but, I am about the Red Sox this year. But again, you're going in there with the wrong attitude. What about all the time? Anytime the the Red Sox have won and you're like, yeah, they're going to win. And then you get to the end of the season and they've lost 30 games at the end of the year. They could win like 30 games at the end of the season and eventually make the playoffs. I don't think there's ever been a time in my life. And I think this is one of those things that gets hammered into your, your, your psyche as a young child mm-hmm. when you're following the Red Sox as a kid. I don't think there's ever been a year where the year starts off and I said, this is the year we're going to the World Series. I naturally assume that whatever happens over the course of a 162-game schedule, there will be disappointment and heartbreak somewhere along the way. Well, along the way. Because that is what Red Sox baseball is all about. We're just going to get really excited about something and then realize, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, if they're like in first place in on September 1st, Then I start thinking, okay, well, now maybe it's possible. But until that actually happens... 
I'm going with the I'm going with the Pirates. Good, I, I'm I'm really yeah. Good my, pick. My fantasy baseball league's really picking up now too. <laughs> good pick. Yeah. It's six fifty seven with Bax and Dingle on Rock one hundred two. Oh, if you rule hardware with Scott's four step four easy steps to an awesome lawn. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As some of you might know, the Boston Red Sox will begin their regular season this week. On Thursday, they open things up with an exciting three-game series against their divisional rival Baltimore Orioles. Now, as exciting as that may sound, I think I speak for pretty much everybody here when I say that most of the expectations for this upcoming season are shockingly low. In fact, most experts don't exactly consider the Red Sox to be noteworthy, nor they consider them to be a postseason threat. Why? Well, there are lots of reasons, of course, but the primary reason is their players are terrible. Last week, ESPN listed the 100 best players in Major League Baseball. And topping the list, no surprise, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout of the Angels. And then you had Aaron Judge of the Yankees in third place. But then you had to look all the way down the list to number 20 before the Red Sox were even mentioned. In this case, you had Rafael Devers surrounded by a bunch of guys he's never played with. Curiously, the next Red Sox player in the list of the top 100 is nobody. That's because there is not a single player on the current Red Sox roster who is better than either 99 or 100. Mookie Betts of the Dodgers came in at number 9, and Xander Bogarts came in at 28. But now he's a member of the San Diego Padres. That leaves nobody other than the guy with an $11,330,000,000 contract and not much else. Remember the days when the Red Sox would spend gobs of money to sign great players? Boy, I sure do. That was back when they had one of the highest payrolls in baseball. This year, they have the 14th highest payroll in baseball, wedged right between the Chicago Cubs and the Colorado Rockies. Am I saying the Red Sox have suddenly become a bunch of tightwads? No. What I'm saying is that they're going to be terrible. In fact, they might not even be, in fact, they might be every bit as terrible as they were last year and possibly worse. I hope you people got the stomach for something like that because things are not looking good for Thursday. But hey, and if am I yapping, sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Go to Rockies for your Scott's Four Step. Go now, in fact, and get Scott's Four Step for 100 bucks, instant savings with your Ace Rewards card, plus get a $15 Ace gift card. Offer ends tomorrow. Healthy lawn, free gift card. Scott's Four Step at Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 7.08 and U2 on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, rainy today with a high of 59. Uh, tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 47. Hey, at least the temperature is above 40 for the rest of the week. It, right now, it's 30 in downtown Springfield. Hey, I, uh, I just got a text from Judy Matt. This is really interesting. Yesterday, we were at uh, the at Symphony Hall yeah. for the Air Force Band concert. Oh, did I leave my pipe there? No, oh, but okay. although you did drop something on the floor, I had to point that out to you. Yes, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't marijuana. Yeah, it was just a like a, a cigar, cigar, yeah. cigar, right? Yeah. Anyway, she tells me uh, that yesterday's concert mm-hmm. was the largest crowd for a military concert in Springfield yeah. ever. Wow, nearly eighteen hundred people uh, were there yesterday. Great crowd, great concert, great radio host. She said, "Thank you, absolutely awesome attendance." Eighteen hundred people. I mean. Yeah. You know, Symphony Hall, uh, if if you fill all three, you know, seating tiers, you know, the floor, mm-hmm. the first balcony, the upper balcony, it's like 2,600 people. Yep. 
1,800 people. That's more than half of the place uh, filled up. Yeah, but they didn't even have the they didn't even have the top uh, balcony open for that. Right. So I mean that was really phenomenal. And and as we're walking, you know, through the crowd and you know trying to get to the stage, I'm like, wow, look at all of these people for this. I yeah. mean, I knew they were going to get a crowd. I didn't expect it to be that big. So great on uh, the spirit of Springfield, and thanks to MGM uh, for putting that together. And again, thanks to the military uh, and, and all the veterans who were part of uh, yesterday's big show. Yeah, absolutely. I'm always impressed with uh, the color guard and, and all that stuff. Like, I, I'm always impressed by uniformity. Like, like when something, because I, I could never be that disciplined <laughs> ever. <laughs> I look at people like you know, somebody in a uniform. I you know have a tremendous amount of respect yeah. for them, but I'm also like, damn, I could never ever do what you do. I like, can have discipline, but it's uh, it's finite. It, like I can only really do it for a limited time. Like once I wake up in the morning, I have a very rigid schedule. But once ten o'clock rolls around, that's it. Yeah. It all goes to hell. It just falls apart. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like a it's like a very temporary rigidity and uh and and discipline but beyond 10 o'clock no discipline nothing going on uh, no activity to really organize whatsoever none at all barely yeah. barely none almost indecipher almost indecipherable yeah. but anyway congratulations to all the people that came yesterday you had a great show it was a beautiful day for uh, for for that uh, for that uh, event and uh, we appreciate being a part of it it was packed downtown downtown because disney on ice was going on as well so not only when i first got to the concert i was dealing with the people coming out of the mass mutual center right and then leaving i was dealing with the people going into the mass mutual center for the next show <laughs> yeah i don't know how i did it i mean because I, I thought you know get down there early mm -hmm. and uh, maybe you'll find a parking space close to symphony hall but i didn't have any idea that Disney on Ice was going on at the Mass Mutual Center. Mm -hmm. Really not my bag. you know. Not anymore. Not any Well, there was once a time. Yeah. You could never miss something like that. So I drive down uh, Court Street, and everything is full. And so I go around the block and look for something uh, open, and it was nothing open. Well, then I went down Court Street a second time, the opposite way. Mm -hmm. I got the best uh, parking spot ever literally right in front of the campanile oh yeah right, right there it was hall. the it was the fat spot yeah. you know like uh, that's that's like where a fat guy goes to, to park like right there near the door i was right there by the door yeah it's like uh it's like your handicap spot but you're not handicapped no it, right right yeah, it's that's like, exactly it's like the it. step below being handicapped sometimes i just hit it and you know like when i hit it that that <laughs> one parking space that you know the, the one you want yeah I feel like the whole day is going my way. Well, I wound up parking because I was looking all over that area for a spot, and I couldn't find one at all. And even the one I could park in, the guy parked over the line uh -huh. so that I couldn't park in there because it was just too small for my for my truck. Right. And then uh, so uh, I wound up parking in the MGM garage, which, you know, thank God we have that. Seriously. It's, yeah. it's very convenient because it's central location to everything down there. And most of the people that were at the Mass Mutual Center were parked at MGM. That's why it was so busy over there, you know, as far as that crowd letting out yeah. at and, that time of the day. And, you know, I mean, you don't have the Civic Center lot, although you didn't really have much of that to park in for years. <laughs> no, but, was, that was only at like a 20% capacity anyway. Yeah, because everything it? else was roped off because it was falling apart. But, I mean, without it, it does make things a little bit more challenging to park. But but not 
impossible. You're right. MGM is a perfect spot. No, and I walked across the plaza from MGM across State Street by the courthouse, and then you know right over to right over to Symphony Hall. And then when we were leaving, I'm like, I'm thinking maybe uh, Bax can give me a ride to my car. And then I realized no, because by the time I could walk to my car faster than you could drive me around the block with all that traffic. There. I would have driven you. I would have. Yeah, but, you, but you, I mean, it was kind of it didn't really make sense to. Because it would have taken just as long for you to drive me over to the car than it would be for me to walk. I actually probably got there faster. I have my little secret at MGM Parking Garage, too. Well, what is it? I can't tell you. Well, you got to tell me. Well, no. It's a secret. Well, you just can't tell me it's a secret and then you know not tell me what the secret is. Well, I can't I can't uh, reveal my secret. Well, could you give me like a little hint? Like, uh, are you... Are you parking in one of those uh, like uh, those plug-in spaces? No, no. I just uh, I use my head, huh? And I park. Uh, let's just say I don't uh, I don't follow. I, I don't drink the Kool Aid like the rest of the drivers. Uh, are. I yeah. see what you're yeah, talking you see? about. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink the washer fluid. Is what yeah, I'm say. yeah. See, I'm on to something. Yeah, I this guy. I'm, I don't know what your yeah. I don't know what your special deal well, is. It's, uh, I I don't have a, ever have a problem parking. Ever. 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 Even on the busiest night uh, of the year. Really? I still don't have a problem. Yeah. See, I'll I just tell have, you off the air. I just have good luck when it comes to you know finding a good space. Yeah. Because I'll, you know, I'll sometimes wait around until something opens, and if I could do a U-turn in the middle of uh, insolvable downtown traffic yeah. just to get that spot, doggone it, I'll do it. I don't like having to walk around too much. Not because I'm afraid you of know. what might happen and a, a tender piece of meat like myself might be taken advantage of. No, I want to be able to walk from my car to the front door without any real obstacles. Yeah, it's the, but it's not. Um, you're right. It's not. It's less about us being uh, bothered by people. It's about the proximity to the building. Yeah, just yeah. want to get yeah. in my car and go when I'm done. And I couldn't believe my good fortune yesterday. Unbelievable. I almost wanted to take pictures. Of how good that parking spot was, because who would believe yeah. me if I told you how how good it was? Yeah, you were lucky because I was driving all of the, all in that area and I couldn't find one open space. And when I drove there, it wasn't like someone was just pulling out; it was empty. It I, was screaming for someone to pull in there, and I was and I was the guy who did it. I I even did that thing that my mom did as a kid: Hail Mary, full of grace, help me find a parking space. It didn't work. Really, it used I, to work. I didn't realize you could uh, use the Virgin Mary to help you get parking spaces. Uh, my mother was very religious. Really? So, uh, yeah, so she would, you know, incorporate the Virgin Mary into anything we could possibly, you know, talk about and, uh, you know, even parking situations. Hmm. And she would say it, and then when it would happen, it was like a miracle from God. Really? That a, that, that a car was- You get the hallelujah chorus in the it, car? Not coincidental. It's- God made that person get in that car and back out, just as you said that. It's interesting. I will actually use the Lord's name when someone gets a spot before I do. Yes. You yes. know, uh, but I but I will not use it in the same J context. J JC or uh, GD? Which one do you say? Sometimes yeah, all of them. All of them. All yeah. At once. So all. Uh, some sometimes I'll mention the entire religious family. My my dad used to do the the Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Yes, I I've done that too. I don't know what what made that like the exclamation in you know as a response to something you couldn't believe. Well, I Jesus, mean Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I said. I would yeah. I would spill out the entire 
uh, you know, uh, holy family if I had to. I, oh, I know what you're saying. I'm yeah. just saying why that particular phrase was used as like the icarumba of the of the biblical days. I, I don't know because I think the GD is seen as even more disrespectful than just a, a like a reading off a, rec- a recitation of names. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Really, I mean, there's nobody else in the Bible that you just, you know, system like like no one's going to go through the entire list of the apostles because you can't find a parking space. Well, uh, you know, like when when Jesus got mad, did he was he like naming dinosaurs like T Rex, uh, Paraterodactyl, and uh, Brontosaurus? I don't know, Steve, because I uh, I never learned the holy language of Aramaic. But if I did, I wouldn't be surprised if he was going for a paleontological type type of uh, re- approach. That's what I'm saying, like you. So Jesus was on that that whole thing, you know. He he, yeah. My dad made all that stuff, you know. <laughs> I can I can use it in vain if I want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah he only got the good parking because he because of his dad. Yeah. T Rex, Brontosaurus, and Pterodactyl. <laughs> Get all upset. It's seven nineteen with Bax and Nagel on Rock One O Two. Hi, it's Hank from Tudor House Liquors. Listen to Pat Kelly this Wednesday afternoon for Pat's Pets. This Wednesday at around 2.15, the Thomas J. O'Connor Adoption Center visits Rock 102 with an adoptable pet, and Pat will be on the air to find it a permanent home. Hopefully, it doesn't poop in a studio. Hopefully, it does. Hank! Pat's Pets, proudly sponsored by Tudor House Liquors in East Long Meadow, committed to finding homes for the rescue animals of the TJO and Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Dribble your way to MGM, where you can win a portion of over $350,000 in free play, one of 20 flat screen TVs, or one of four Genesis cars. Keep the game going and bowl at Tap Sports Bar or Top Golf Swing Suite. Choose your matchups at the Bet MGM Sportsbook. There are so many ways to score at MGM Springfield during the slam dunk sweepstakes through March 31st. Must be 21 years or older. Use your game sense 1 800 522 4700 game The time is right. You've waited long enough for the Jeep Celebration event at the Proterra Jeep Center on Riverdale Street in West Springfield. Hundreds of brand new Jeeps to choose from, all drastically discounted for immediate sale. New Jeep Cherokees, up to $6,000 off. Lease a brand new Compass Limited for only $259 a month. Or buy one and get up to $9,000 off. Lease a brand new 2023 Wrangler for just $269 a month. Or save up to $9,500 in discounts and credits. Or $10,500 on Grand Cherokees. You can lease one for only $259 a month. With every new Jeep, get free maintenance along with Proterra's exclusive 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. At Proterra Jeep and Ram Center, our spring cleaning has begun. Get to the Jeep Celebration event and save on every Jeep and Ram. Proterra Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Riverdale Street, West Springfield, just a mile from the cinemas, or online at ProterraAuto.com. Call 888-379-6132 for details. Experience the future of connectivity with Spectrum One. You get Spectrum Internet, delivering the fastest speeds in the nation for $49.99 a month. Advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced privacy and security, free for 12 months. And a Spectrum Mobile line with unlimited talk, text, and data, plus nationwide 5G, free for 12 months. That's Spectrum One. Visit Spectrum.com or your local Spectrum store today. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Bax and Nagel. Now you stick with that. Everything else is cream cheese. On Rock 102.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 725 in Led Zeppelin from Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Rainy today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 47. It is 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, hey, everyone has a uh, project that they want to finish. Sometimes it's a dream home improvement, and sometimes it's an absolute necessity. Rock 102 wants to help you get that project done with Pick Your Project, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. You'd win $3,000 in cash, which you can use towards uh, putting some relaxation in your summer with 21st century pools and spas, designing and installing secure and stylish perimeters from Valley Fence, shopping for uh, kitchen and bath fixtures from Bay State Plumbing and Heating, water pumps, water filtration from uh, Aqua Pump, or updating and maintaining your HVAC system with the Integrity Heating and cooling all of that if you want to win three thousand dollars towards all those kinds of things and more go to rock102.com starting on april 3rd and sign up one winner chosen at random pick your project brought to you by dave minor exterior home improvements visit them at daveminerroofing.com and rock 102 springfield classic rock you almost said thirty thousand dollars there and i know uh it was a mistake i actually almost said three hundred thousand dollars three hundred thousand dollars yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I, but, I, and but if, if i said three hundred dollars to fix yeah. stuff up around your house yeah yeah, that doesn't get you very far, but three grand would. Because I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, if Dave Miner is sitting there listening and hearing that, uh, I did what? <laughs> <laughs> that idiot said what? Yeah. And, then, and then he'd come come over here and uh, pop you in the butt with a nail gun. Yeah, he might just to, just to teach you a lesson. Nah, he's a good man. Just I don't think he. Would, I don't think he would pop anybody in the butt with a nail gun. I think I think anybody's capable of doing something to somebody if you if you agitate them enough. Well, I don't think so. Yeah. I think so. I corrected myself and it all worked out fine. Anywho, uh, well, we got news coming up. Uh, what else is going on? Well, I think because uh, you know typically it's Monday, so you'd you'd have Scott Cohen, but Scott's uh, under the weather, so uh, we'll have to do something uh, in its place after eight o'clock. And we suggested maybe. An open line Monday, which we have not done in a very long period of time. I think open line Monday is probably the best worst idea we could come up with for today. <laughs> On short notice, it couldn't have been a better worst idea ever. That's right. We have news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. A chilly start with lots of sunshine this morning. Temperatures will moderate, though, into the low to mid-50s this afternoon as clouds begin to increase. The wind will be a lot lighter today. As we head into the evening, we'll have rain developing. It'll continue through the first half of tonight. Even some wet snow across the hill towns and higher terrain. We could see a coating to an inch or two, primarily on grassy surfaces. We'll dry out later tonight with temperatures falling into the 30s. For tomorrow, mostly cloudy, perhaps a leftover shower. The bulk of the day is dry. It'll be a bit breezy and chilly with highs in the middle and upper 40s. Then for Wednesday, lots of sunshine. High temperatures in the low to mid 50s. Clouds increase late in the day. A rain or snow shower Wednesday night, then much colder and windy on Thursday. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. There are probably a few things you'd like to get away from, like kazoo marching bands or mimes in white face paint. Fortunately, there are a lot of nice things to get away to, like jet skiing in Key West or the huge deals at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hi, how can I help you? Where you'll find our best deals on the Hyundai you've always wanted, like the Tucson, an SUV built for the modern adventure, or the Santa Fe, ruggedness refined, or the bold and stylish Elantra. All come with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. So get in, then get away to someplace fun. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event.
Lease an all-wheel drive 2023 Tucson for $249 a month, including $500 lease bonus cash. Hurry into your Western Mass Hyundai dealer today or visit buyhyundai.com to find a dealer near you. Call 661-615-2112 for details. Some things are just made for each other, like Aer Lingus and Bradley International Airport. Non-stop flights from Hartford Springfield to Dublin are back. Go coast to coast and discover the sights of Ireland, from breathtaking landscapes to bustling cities. Visit aerlingus.com to book today. The annual UMass 5K Dash and Dine is back. Join us Saturday, April 22nd, to benefit the Amherst Survival Center during the 12th UMass 5K Dash and Dine. This event is open to the public, and registration is only $20. Plus, by signing up, you get a free T-shirt and a meal at the award-winning dining commons at UMass Amherst. Register today for the UMass 5K Dash and Dine at runumass.com. That's runumass.com. 7.30 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A friend of a man who was asleep on the uh, couch when a car crashed into his home early Saturday morning in Chicopee is now raising money to help pay his hospital bills. Joey Lucia was asleep on the couch in his home on Montgomery Street at about 2.45 a.m. when the car, which held four teenagers ages 19, 18, 17, and 13, crashed into his home, coming to a stop in his living room and trapping him underneath, uh, according to the GoFundMe set up by a friend, Krista Osborne. The car then exploded, seriously injuring him. Lucia was rescued by his brother, who also lives in the home, but was hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. Uh, and they talk about, you know, what a great guy uh, Joey is. Please, uh, you know, they love him and they, they'd be lost without him. The crash occurred following a traffic stop from which the car fled while an officer was walking up to it. Three of the teenagers that were in the car were rescued by first responders with minor injuries while the fourth was pronounced dead at the scene. As of Sunday afternoon, the GoFundMe has raised more than uh, 3000 of the uh, $10,000 goal. But what a horrible, horrible story. Terrible. A uh, gun stolen out of the Mass State Police Cruiser was found again by police. Really? Yeah. The Mm. Mass State Police Cruiser was parked in a garage at a residential complex in Malden when the break-in occurred uh, Thursday, according to the Mass State Police spokesperson Dave Procopio. An investigation revealed someone forced their way into the police cruiser and stole a department-issued patrol rifle that was secured in a mount inside the vehicle. Uh, Police said the patrol rifle was recovered in the greater Boston area, and there is no evidence that the rifle was used in a crime. That's it. No other details. We don't know if the gun belonged to Officer Bumbles. Where was it found? Did you find it on a suspect? Did you find it in an apartment, in an alleyway? Did you find it... uh... How about in a public restroom near a toilet? Well, I had to poop so bad, and uh, I forgot all about my AR-15. (laughs) Whoopsie. My bad. Um, I want to know more about this. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. They're not going to tell you more because they don't know more and they haven't asked why. Here, Here's my scenario. This is what could have happened. Right. This is like my, uh, my reenactment of my imagination, right? <laughs> so this uh, state trooper goes over to this apartment complex in Malden. Yes. Uh, probably, uh, you know, probably, probably got a gal over there, right? Spends the night. And then uh, some other trooper comes by and goes, "Hey, I know that. That's uh, Trooper Yo uh, Yo Yo's car. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go. You know what? Let me go steal the rifle out of there and see if he notices." <laughs> so they uh, he takes the rifle, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're like, "Ha ha! Just kidding. Gotcha." And then they uh, they cover it up by saying, "Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, the rifle was found." So you think this is all like about uh, like a big gag, like, like, a, like, like a big a, trooper gag? Yeah, like okay. A big trooper prank. Yeah, that's. It didn't want to not be that good of a prank. 
Well, it's not that good of a prank, but successful, perhaps. Yeah, but it, like I'm, I'm kind of like uh, feeling what you're feeling. It that uh, this is kind of something that people should know about. I mean, if the gun was out there, well, what happened to it? How'd you find it? What? Where where was it? The weird thing is they don't say, like, what kind of damage was done to the cruiser, how the car was broken into. Like, did somebody, uh, you know, do one of them uh, Slim Jim things and pick the lock, or did you smash the window and uh, and grab the grab the rifle that way? Like, I don't know. And it says force their way into the car. Well, I mean, was the car locked? That's what I'm trying. This is this is why people need to ask questions. They just take the word of, you know, I'm sure David Procopio is a very nice man, but they just take his word for it. They don't ask him any questions. They say, oh, well, this is an easy news job to do because he already wrote the story yeah, for this us. Is, this is what I think happens to Procopio. He, he tells the, the press the very least that they need to know, and then he just stands there waiting for somebody to ask additional questions. And then when nobody does, he says, okay. Well, you guys have a good day. I'm going to go and do cop stuff. Uh, what, what do you mean cop stuff? Well, I could sit in my patrol car and enjoy a coffee, or I could have sex with you. And, and everything, everything in, in between. between. Get in. I can totally see that scenario. Like, here's here's what happened. And then he, he, he does, like, the, the side eye, like, okay, go on. Has somebody ask a question? Yeah, what's and going no, on? Nobody says anything, and no one needs to be the wiser because they didn't bother to ask. <sighs> a single vehicle crash in East Longmeadow left people without power for a few hours on Saturday night. According to the police, a car crashed into a utility <laughs> pole on Maple Street near the high school and downed wires. Uh, some homes in the area were without power for a few hours. There were no reported injuries. Yeah, his poles just jump right out in front of you. No, actually, those poles are kind of fixed into the ground. Uh, are they? They are. Are those things cement? I don't think they're cemented into the ground, right? I, they're just dug. It's just the holes dug really deep. Well, there may be a, like a cement footing. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there is with those. I, giant I, I, well, I don't holes. know. I do. I, I wish I had an answer. i never seen an Eversource guy with a bag of quickcrete in his hand. <laughs> We're laying footers. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, maybe not. The uh, Palmer Fire Department was called to 1035 Pleasant Street for a house fire this morning. The uh, We have no other details on this other than what the 22 News crew saw. Uh, they're currently at the scene, and they can see smoke coming out of the roof. Now, this was a couple hours ago, so I'm sure, well, I'm not sure of anything. This could still be ongoing. I'm your, sure it is. Your speculation is every bit as relevant as everybody else's. Uh you want to know what they saw? What do they see? We saw the roof, and it, pieces of it were breaking off. It was falling to the ground. Kind of like that Chicken Little story. The sky is falling, but it really wasn't a fairy tale. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the families in the home have been uh, removed, and uh, the cause of the fire is still unknown. But, uh, you know, that's 5, 4 o'clock in the morning. You don't have any reporter on the scene. Well, it's you know early in the day. It's uh, the weekend. Uh, you know, we expect these youngsters to wake up early after they've been out uh, carousing with all their no good twenty year old friends, hanging in the clubs. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Getting the game on. That's right. And then you got to get up at three a.m. to go to your job and as a news reporter to stand Please. outside of an empty building somewhere <laughs> and to not ask you know, pertinent questions of each store you cover. 
Uh, drivers should be prepared to seek uh, alternate routes and expect delays during the temporary closure of the Route 9 uh, bridge over the Ware River in Ware. Where? The Ware River in Ware. Where? Exactly what I just said. Where? Right. The Mass Department of Transportation made the announcement but did not say when they were, or why they were closing the bridge. The closure will be temporary and during the day only from Wednesday, March 29th through Tuesday, April 4th from 6 to 4 every day. It's that time of year again. We're getting back into construction season. Ah, it's about time. It's uh, This is where all the traffic jams happen all season long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, traffic cops out there directing traffic. It's a good day. You know, it's uh, while those things are about to happen, and they will, I strongly suggest that you folks pay attention to where you're driving and maybe not be uh, diddling on with your uh, your phone, but pay attention when you're driving through a construction zone. Yes. Make sure you pay attention. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Remember the, the old uh, the Connecticut DOT commercials where there'd be people working in an office and all of a sudden, a car just came running right through the office space. Yes. And it was like one of those let them work, let them live mm-hmm. uh, kind of things. That was a little, uh, that was good. I think that was a good campaign. That was good. They don't do that uh, death and destruction kind of PSA stuff anymore. I don't know. It's effective. It was very effective. You want to get me to stop doing something stupid? Scare the living bejesus out of me. Or pay me. Pay you. That's probably the better way to do it. I would stop doing anything with a, for the right price. Munson police uh, arrested a Springfield man for uh, multiple drug-related offenses on Friday. According to the department, officers arrested 18-year-old Jaden Anderson from Springfield. Officials confirmed that he faces several charges, including uh, dis- distribution of crack cocaine, trafficking cocaine, and possession with intent to distribute. Authorities said uh, investigating officers seized a total of 20.3 grams of suspected crack cocaine, 90 bags of heroin, $1,334 in cash for a grand total of $15,000 in drugs and prizes. All to be won here at the Hamden County House Correction. Estimated retail value, defending yourself in court? Priceless. <laughs> like Rod, was it Rod? What was his name? What was the guy's name on the prizes right? Rod? Rod. Rod Roddy? Uh, no, I believe. Wasn't he the wrestler? No, that's Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was like, yeah, Rod Price is right. I don't uh, remember what Rod's name was. Anyway. It was Rod Roddy. You're okay. thinking of, uh, what did I just say? Uh, Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. What was what was going on with the Roddy names back in the... Uh, I don't know. I knew a lot of guys named Rod back in the day. Oh, I bet you did. I bet you knew a few guys named Rod. It was just their name, Steve. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Positive. Uh, a new uh, study found that uh, smelling a stranger's body odor might help with social anxiety. Really? Yeah. Uh, researchers in Sweden. Sweden. Mm. Had 48 socially anxious women sniff samples of people's armpit sweat, and for some reason it actually helped. They went through mindfulness therapy as well, which helped a little. That alone cut their anxious feelings by 17%, but when they also smelled a stranger's B.O., the social anxiety dropped by 39%. See, I would think uh, if you knew that you were going to be in a room of very smelly people, mm -hmm. your anxiety would actually increase. Yeah. That would be what I would be afraid of. 
I don't want to be around people that stink. It was a small study, so more research is probably needed. Clearly. But they exposed the women to different types of BO for two days, and no matter what kind of sweat it was, they all saw the same result. I don't know. Some of the sweat was taken from people while they watched a funny movie, and other samples were taken during scary movies. But both types of BO seem to have a calming effect. See, I, I have to totally disagree. I know people very, very well who happen to be incredibly stinky individuals. Yeah. Smell them from a mile away. Could be too much perfume, could be BO, could be uh, any number of offensive things that have stained their odor. And uh, whenever I know I'm going to be in the presence of that person, Mm -hmm. I get anxious. I get anxiety. I feel like... I don't want to be with these people. I don't want to be with that guy. So this has the opposite effect on it you. It totally has so the opposite. So you're not part of the 39%. You're part of the uh, 70%, 70, 71%. Yeah, right. Damn. Yes. I don't want to be around stinky people. can barely keep myself Actually, smelling good. That would only be 60%. Whatever 61%. it is. Whatever. It's like a, a significant amount of people that stink to high hell. They've taken sweat from people who watched a funny movie and then a scary movie. What about a adult movie? Yes. What was that one uh, Caitlyn Jenner said this morning? The uh, curious <laughs> taste of Benjamin's button? <laughs> See, that gives me anxiety for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, man, that yeah. Caitlyn Jenner, she comes up with some good ones. I'll tell you. It's uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be rainy with a high of 59, tomorrow cloudy with a high of 47. And I don't think they're showing that at the Agawam Cinemas, by the way. It's uh, 30 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Aya. Looking for a low monthly lease on a new ride? 147 and Jimi Hendrix with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be rainy today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 47. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see here. Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rock on Two's Bracket Brawl, presented by Bud Light. Bracket busted? You got another chance to make your bracket for the round of four? Go to rock102.com now and make your picks before the next game on April 1st. Make the best picks. You could get yourself a $100 gift card to the Hangar Pub and Grill. It's Rock on Two's Bracket Brawl, presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. The Hangar Pub and Grill and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Um, can I have uh, audio? Uh, yeah, there yeah, go right ahead. Oh, now hear go. this with Bex and Nagel on Rock uh, 102. When's the last time you sang karaoke? You're talking at least 25 or more years ago. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big... Uh, yeah, It takes an awful lot of embellishment to make me want to go and sing karaoke. What uh, what did you sing? Do you remember? Uh, I think the last time it may have been uh, making love out of nothing at all by uh, by air supply. You know what? You're wrong. The last time you sang karaoke was with me, and we sang all about that bass, and it was down oh, at. Oh, uh, I forgot down, about that. Yeah, Theodore's. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I couldn't do a I couldn't do that song, and I couldn't do this song either. This is a guy at a karaoke bar. Uh, he go. He could go on the road as a meatloaf impersonator. Here is him belting out, "I'd do anything for love," but I won't do that. Okay. Wow. 
you know, wow, um, that's awesome. on a on a karaoke level. Yeah, he's pretty good. Would you put him in Meatloaf's band? You know, after Meatloaf uh, has, is no longer with us, I'd say no. Isn't that how the guy from Boston got hired? Remember he, they they saw him on a YouTube video yeah. doing karaoke, and yeah. then they auditioned him, and then he's now the lead singer of Boston. I think uh, that happened. I think Yes had the same thing happen. The guy was working like a working like a like a construction job, right. and he was singing like Roundabout, and boom! All of a sudden, he's the next singer of Yes. When's my ship gonna come in like that? I don't know, Steve. I don't. I, one, you, you got to have some sort of definable talent guess, that sets yeah, you I, apart from I, other people. I need to actually be talented at something in order to, <laughs> to get that. I, I see what you're saying. You know what? I'm a little depressed. Let's move on to the next clip. <laughs> a, uh, a Canadian family says they came home from vacation to find that a goat had moved into their home. The goat hangs out on their, around their property and even tries to come into the house. Here is the homeowner, Tanya Mould, or Mould talking about uh, her new roommate. I came home, I was unloading the car, and all of a sudden, I saw something chewing on the plastic, so I opened up the door, and a big old billy goat came out. It just strolled out like it owned the place. I had no idea what to do, because I wasn't expecting to have a goat move in while I was gone. It tries to get into the house every time we come outside. We named it Gordo. We're trying to find anywhere else for it to go. We're definitely not set up for it. All right. Okay. All right. Enough of that. Does the goat have squatter's rights? He's just a kid. Get it? You see what I did there? I did I did a whole goat pun. I did it, but this lady's crazy. Stop taking things in. Find out who the owner of the goat is and get it back to this rightful owner. Somebody's looking for a goat. Uh, a sheriff in Florida is looking for a spring breaker caught on security camera going into someone's yard and using it as a bathroom. Here is uh, Polk County uh, Sheriff Grady Judd with his plea to the community to help find this lady in her shiny rear end. We have trespassing. It involves a lady that's gone into a neighborhood on Lake Winterset into the hedge area and she's popped a squat and showed us her shiny rear end while she goes to the bathroom in these people's hedges. I want you to think for a second. What if somebody stopped their car and walked up into your yard and started doing the number one thing or the number two thing in your hedges? Well, if it's in the hedges, I'm Wait. never going in there, so it really doesn't matter. Well, you got to fertilize. That's not inviting anybody to come pop a squat, if you will, up yeah. to, and pop, uh, poop in my hedges. I don't want that happening. I uh, I don't like uh, the idea of just popping a squad. I think that diminishes what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, that is a that is a um, a curt way of saying. Yeah, I mean, if I if I have to squad. if I have to relieve myself in your yard, whether it's in the hedges or the rose bushes or you know even the bird bath, any any uh, of those options, it's because. It's an emergency situation. Remember, there was a there was a jogger out in Arizona that was doing this like every morning at six a.m. Yeah, she would go up uh, and like go number two in the same place every day until they finally caught her. Yeah, and wasn't um, she like an elected official or something? Yeah, so I, it was something weird like yeah. that. She was uh, connected somehow, but she would no, no. You're thinking of the superintendent down in New Jersey who did that? Yes. What is with people? I don't know. What's but, uh, what's going on with this uh, going to the bathroom? Thing well, you know, wild? when when you when when your your time is up, your time is up. 
and you got to go. But, you know, I, I got to believe that if you're going to be messing up someone's yard, it's he doesn't have much choice. It's an emergency. It, that's why they call it an emergency. That's it right. It needs to be done right away. Right now. There's uh, n- another clip here. Another, there's been some talk lately of Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, and Adam Sandler doing a movie together. Remember we talked about that last week? They're like, oh, well, which one does he like better? Yes. Or, you know, it's like nobody really cares. Well, this is something I might be on board with. On, uh, on the Drew Barrymore show, the three of them hit on a very good idea. Remaking uh, a classic TV sitcom. Are you ready? Yeah. We did come up with a little bit of an idea the other day. It was based off a TV show. Oh, Three's Company. Yes! Oh, yeah! Wow. That would be fun, man. Yeah. Who would juicy. be Chrissy and who would be Janet? Because I'll be either. I I'll want be you either to choose. Too. Yeah. Who do you think you want to be more? I couldn't do the short hair. I'll do it. You could do the short I hair? I love Janet. She's a real she no nonsense gal. Suzanne, Suzanne Summers. Yeah. And Physically who, speaking. And who do you play? I'm gonna... Mr. Roper? I'm not as good. <laughs> oh, God. Now it's... You know what? It sounded like a good idea when yeah, I read I think, the headline and then actually hearing what they had to say. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's a yeah, good idea. Yeah, it was good until the brainstorming session. Well, again, uh, those people were in their 20s, weren't they? Like 20s yes, and 30s when they, they were. recorded that show? That's correct. So, and Adam said, they're all in their 50s. So it wouldn't really work out. You know, I remember the last time I was at the Regal Beagle in Indian Orchard. <laughs> yeah, was uh, was Mr. Furley there? No, I was there with my uh, my good friend Larry, oh, and, Larry uh, and, and Lana, Lana who yeah. lives upstairs. Yeah, right. Boy, yeah. she was a lot of trouble. Yeah, I bet. and uh, you know, I really felt like uh, you know that is really that really was the kind of place where you'd find someone like Lana from upstairs. Yeah, yeah, the Regal just didn't Beagle. seem just didn't quite seem to have the same excitement of the Regal Beagle on Three's Company. I got drunk in the Regal Beagle. Uh, Believe it or not, once. Steve, a lot yeah. of people got drunk in the uh, Regal Beagle. I got drunk in there, and I I was getting when when there used to be across the street was Tim's Cartoons. You I remember, remember that Tim's. place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a Wilbraham guy, and uh, I had my it was this was probably twenty years ago at least. <laughs> I was I had I, I, my parents had bought me a car starter for my car, so I had was so getting it installed, and then I call a buddy of mine, and uh, I said, "Hey, man, uh, you got some time to kill?" Because uh, you know, I, I get like two or three hours for this this thing to be done. Well, he uh, he comes over and he meets me at the Regal Beagle, and uh, w- we sat there and watched Van Wilder with Ryan Reynolds at ten thirty in the morning yeah. at the Regal Beagle. And by the time my car was done with the radio, we both had to call another friend to come pick us both up and drive us home because neither of us could walk from the shots of Jägermeister we were doing at 1030 in the morning. (laughs) And that is uh, now here. This we got uh, we got open on Monday coming up uh, after eight. It's uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Two great tastes that taste great together. Chocolate and peanut butter. Nice. Burger and fries. Of course. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 809 and Whitesnake. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be rainy today with a high of 59. It is 30 right now in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Clint Howard Studios in East Longmeadow, Massachusetts, it's Out 
Open Line Monday. That's right. Open Line Monday. Monday. Yes, I know. Scott Cohen is uh, under the weather, so uh, what are you going to do? Sometimes you got to punt. Is he under the weather, or he just couldn't call from 3,000 miles away? Says he's under the weather. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna believe him. All right, so here are the uh, the rules for open line Monday, two nine three one zero two one. That's the number to call. I want you to keep your filthy language and your hate speech off this show. I warned you last uh, last Friday, and some of you tried to get a little little crazy with it. I zapped you off the show as fast as I could see where you were headed, and I intend to do the same thing today. All right, all right. We, you've been warned. You have been warned. Two nine three. 1021. The phones are wide open. Wide open. Yeah, wide open. Uh, you know, uh, I'll tell you a quick little story here. Um, on Saturday, went over, uh, did a, uh, one of those events that we do uh, with the road crew over yeah. at the BioLife uh, Plasma Donation. Mm-hmm. And I uh, had the pleasure of working with uh, Ted, the intern. Oh, sure. And then uh, when it was time to wrap up, I uh, said, uh, I'm always the guy that do- offers the help, you know, to wrap all that stuff up. And uh, I said, Ted, go go get the van. And he did one of these, like, Austin Powers things. He couldn't get it out of the space <laughs> to the point where I'm standing there in the freezing rain going, Ted, get out of the car. <laughs> And I had to back it out and get it ready for it. Oh, man. All right. Hey, the phones are uh, going here. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Okay. okay. All right. Successful so far. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Mark. How are you? Good, Good Mark. Mark. What's on your mind? Great. Great. Uh, baseball. Little baseball. Yes, sir. Little kids baseball. Baseball field. Let's go. Come on. You want little kids baseball? Baseball field. Let's get him in shape. Let's go. Let's get oh. that guy oh, yeah. from Field of Dreams. Let's well, get him on the air. It's still yeah. a little muddy out there. You can't just uh, go out and uh, you, take you, care of a you baseball field right now. You can't mow in the slop. He did it. He got that field at uh, Walker Grandstand fixed. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, did. you don't listen That's to right. Well, Let's get that guy back on and talk about the conditions of the baseball field in the city of Springfield. All right. Okay. Well, you'll do that. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Yeah, get you done. Yeah. Get him and Pat Sullivan on. Okay. All right. Well, All right. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Dale from Bloomfield. Hey, hey Dale. Dale. How are What's you? Up? Hey, guys. Hey, cops are human, too, you know. Oh, yeah? They can forget stuff, and we'll never find out what happened. That's called the blue wall. Oh, the uh, about the rifle out of like trooper's car is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was it really out of his car? Or was it out of? You know, we'll never find out what really happened. No, now you're absolutely right about that, Dale. It's gonna be a mystery forever. Yep, but it sure is humorous. <laughs> you guys sure. made my day. All, All right, right, Dale. Well, All thanks, right. Dale. Appreciate thanks. it. Appreciate it. Have a good day. All right, uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? My name is Chris. Hey, Chris, what's up? I'm uh, just calling for the uh, open line Monday. You uh, are just regarding. Go ahead. Yeah, you... and you're on the air right now, Chris. Okay. Go ahead. Oh yeah, this is uh, in regards to the story they did a little while ago about the uh, state police yeah. uh, losing the gun and then not uh, not reporting much more on it. Yeah. 
There was an incident in Chicopee on 22 News about police investigating something off of Memorial Drive in the woods, and that was it. There's no more information on well, it. Well, you can't connect and those two. The These are two different I don't think he's connecting anything. Oh. I think what he's just doing is I think he's saying that uh, there's no information on any oh, reporting. Oh, I thought he was implying that they, yeah. found, like, they yeah. found the gun over in that wooded area. Oh, not connect- yeah, no connection, just oh. that there. it's, you know, seems well, like uh, all the stories... Uh, they, they, there's a little teaser, and then you hear nothing else. Listen, I, I get it sometimes when there's some breaking news story. The cops don't want you to know certain things because it could impede the investigation. Yeah. I completely understand that. Sure. I'm talking about, sure. you know, now that this is wrapped up, they just said, oh, we found the gun. Everything's okay. Yeah. Well, where did you find it? How did it get? How did the car get broken? And nobody asked the question. Sure. My frustration is more with the media by not challenging these people and asking them questions like, what do you mean? Yeah. If the answer is sure. it's none of, your, none of your business, then the cops will say it's none of your business. But if there is right. some information to be shared, all you got to do is ask the question. Yeah, I was just looking at it. There's sometimes there's a story, you read it, and you're interested in it, and then you hear nothing about it ever yep. again. That's absolutely yep. true. All right, yep. well, thanks for the call, All Chris. Right. Appreciate it. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Larry. Hey, Larry, what's up? Hey, just uh, look at the uh, speak with the guys on the air. Yeah, you're on the air right now. You're live. I, hey, that's hey. great. Hey, I just going back a little ways there, guys, uh, you know, with the Marathon Marathon, congratulations on that. Seeing your commercials. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't scare people away with the way you guys look. I mean, Jay Leno would have burnt up face looks better than you guys. But, hey, I did my $69 contribution, giggity, giggity. But, hey, never <laughs> might happen. Have yourselves a great day. All right, well, thank uh, you. I can't tell if that's a, an insult or a congratulations. I, uh, it's, I think it was like a like a multi-layered thing. Yeah. It was like an insult with a very good compliment yeah. in there in between. Well, uh, man, we should have more calls like that. We really should. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? It's George from Agawam, and um, I'm kind of curious. Can, do you guys know what happened to uh, Mark from West Springfield? He used to have some really funny jokes. He died. Even guys, <laughs> even let him, even let him do a commercial for you once. I remember. He had uh, he had uh, undiagnosed syphilis, <laughs> and he died. <laughs> he didn't die. Yes, he did. He's feeling better. Wow. He did. Wow, you just you don't know anything about it, or not? Well, not off the top of I, our heads. I, I don't. I don't know what happened to him. Oh, yeah, because he was a lot better caller than I am, you know. Yeah, well, well, hey, yeah, you know, I mean, he is, but, uh, you know, God rest his soul. Listen, Man, we, you know, we, we, stranger things have happened. You never know yeah. when he might come back from the dead. Kind of like Roman Brady on Days of Our Lives. Listen, if we could recreate that whole scenario, we would, but we can't. Yeah, we just, you can't just, compare to well, a guy you can like do. Can you do some replays of his jokes on my No, no I no, think you know no, that we no, can't. No, we can't do that. <laughs> No, not even on a Saturday. No, 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 no. no, no. no. You can find it on the web. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Right, thanks for your time. Thank you. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Joe. Um, by the way, who makes that bacon uh, hash in, in, in Ludlow? Uh, that would be Evan's Egg House. Evan's Egg House? Okay. I have three blonde jokes for you. Okay, go okay. for okay. it. The two blondes are sitting on a deck one night, and one blonde says, I wonder what's farther the moon or Miami, Florida. So the second blonde says, you dummy, can you see uh, Miami from here? Oh, well, there you go. That's the question. Okay. See? 
Two yeah. blondes are laying in bed one night. Yeah. And there's a dog barking. And one blonde says, that's the next door neighbor. He got a new dog. And, it, and he said, we can't sleep all night. So the other blonde says, wait a minute, I'll fix that. So she gets up, she goes outside. She comes back, and she gets back in bed. The second blonde says, I can still hear the dog barking. She says, yeah, but I brought the dog in our yard to keep the neighbor awake. <laughs> there, you there you go. go. All right. Okay, yeah. very good. And the last one, <laughs> the two blondes are uh, putting siding on a house. <laughs> and one blonde notices the other blonde. Every once in a while, she's throwing a nail away. So the first blonde says, what are you throwing the nails away for? She said, the heads are on the wrong end. Uh, Very good. Hilarious. Nicely done. Now we know where Mark from West Springfield (laughs) has retired to. (laughs) Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Yes, this is Chip from Greenfield. Hey, Chip, what's up? Also, hoping you guys can help me settle the play bong debate. Okay. Is butt cheeks one word, or should we spread them apart? <laughs> I see what you <laughs> did there. there. Yeah. Uh, All right. Wife, I tripped over my wife's bra the other day. She set up a booby trap. Oh, yeah. 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 Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. It's uh, Eric from uh, your neighbor to the south, Connecticut. I'd just like to give a, a shout out to Yukon Huskies been a while since the men have been back this far, and boy, they're kicking ass. There you go. Nine years. Nine years since the national championship. It's been a while since they've been further than the women. That's, That's right. Uh, All right. Well, thanks. Hey, I got one other thing. I know I know you guys publicly can't talk about it, uh, but you guys were, the three of you were pretty good uh, privately. Do you guys still keep in touch, or is that chapter closed? Oh, yeah. I'm bringing an ambrosia down to Florida next weekend. <laughs> I take it that's a big no. Uh, that's not no. That's not true. Yeah, I mean, all right. Well, hey, listen. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right, uh, Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Steve out in Belchertown. Hey, hey, Steve. What's up? How you doing, guys? Got good. a little joke with Easter coming up. You know, you hear what the Roman guard said to Jesus? What? If you drop that cross one more time, you're out of the parade. <laughs> I've never heard that one before, actually. That's no. a good one. I like That's a good, that one. good one. That's good. All right. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, guys. They do that in Holyoke, everyone. <laughs> oh, That's what they told us. All right. A couple more. 293-1021. There were a couple that were waiting and they gave up too early. Well, you know, uh, you can't hang on the line waiting for these people to call. No, back. I guess not. But I'm still waiting. I'm sure there's going to be somebody coming up. Uh, <clears throat> well, I, I, I missed uh, Dad Joke Chet. Remember him? Dad joke Dave? No, it was Dad joke Chet from Palmer. Remember, he called a couple of times in the oh, last yeah. uh, last couple of times we did that, and then uh, he called and said he missed it. Maybe that maybe that's him. Uh, maybe that's him. Uh, Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Elmo. Hello, Elmo. What can we do for you? I want to talk to Mister Steve and Mister Michael. Well, you're talking to Mister Steve and Mister Michael. I was. Talking to my doctors, and my doctor said I should call you. Okay. Yeah. I re- do. You remember when I came to live at your house, and your 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 
kids would play with me. All right, I think I've had enough right. uh, there. I think yeah. uh, I think we can all uh, agree that time to move yeah, on. Yeah, that was time to move forward. Well, you can take one more. <clears throat> Try to redeem yourself from that. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Pierre. Right. What's what's on your mind? Thank no no thank yeah, that's he that's all he says and then he hangs up. Yeah, that's you know that's that's the way you go out there on the go. high on, note on top. Yeah, yeah. well yeah. there you go. Oh, that's, very good. Yeah. There's a good reason why we don't normally do open line Monday. Well, still more entertaining than Scott Cohen. There's a reason why we shouldn't do open line Fridays either, <laughs> but we keep doing it. It's eight twenty-two with Bax and Nagel at Rock one hundred two. Everyone has a project they want to finish. Some. As little as 15 minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars and a lot of headaches in the future. So call or text me at 533-0481 or go to DaveBinerRoofing.com to get started. It's just about 833 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. One person is dead after a car crashed into a home on Montgomery Street in Chicopee Saturday morning. According to the DA's office uh, spokesperson Jim Lydon, at approximately 2.43 a.m., the Chicopee police saw a vehicle driving at a high rate of speed on Broadway Street. As officers performed a traffic stop with the vehicle on Montgomery Street, the vehicle took off as the officer approached. The officer then followed the vehicle in the vicinity of the 1000 block of Montgomery Street. The officer observed the vehicle had struck the exterior wall of a home and ended up inside the residence. The vehicle and the house were on fire a short time later. Inside the car, there were four occupants, a driver and three passengers, 19, 18, 17, and 13, First responders moved three of the passengers from the vehicle and sent them to base tape for treatment for their injuries. The fourth passenger, unfortunately, died in the accident. A resident of the home was hit by the vehicle and was inside the room that the vehicle crashed through. The resident was removed from the crash and sent to base tape for treatment for their injuries. All the other occupants of the home were able to exit safely before the house was on fire. According to the Chicopee Police, Montgomery Street was closed from Dale Street to Samard Avenue, but that, of course, has since reopened, and the investigation continues from the Hamden DA's office and the uh, Massachusetts State Police Detective Bureau. What a horrible story. Terrible that. story. Uh, I, that's like one of those things, like sitting there watching TV or you, fall, you fell asleep on the couch, and all of a sudden, you don't know. Like, <laughs> your situa- I mean, situational awareness to begin with. And this is at what time? Like 2.30 in the morning? 2.30 in the morning. In the morning you're probably asleep. Probably asleep. So you, and, you w- and you wake up to this, and you're like, what the hell is going on? It's just... Uh, not, it's horrible to think about. Yeah. The uh, Orange Fire Rescue EMS was sent to Tully Mountain after a report of a lost hiker on Sunday. You been to Tully Mountain? A uh, hole to live on, Tully Mountain, with the barkers and the colored balloons. According to Orange Fire Rescue EMS, uh, at approximately 11.08 a.m. on Saturday, their dispatch center was notified after receiving a 911 call about a lost hiker in their 60s on the backside of Tully Mountain. Go down the backside. You let go of the front side. I get none of it. The on-duty crew requested assistance from off-duty and uh, and call force personnel to go to the station uh, to gather equipment and respond to the staging area. A UTV was deployed along with the ground crew to head to the GPS coordinates where the hiker was thought to be. After about 90 minutes and three miles into the search, the ground crew found the hiker and her dog in a swampy area waist deep because she tried to cut across to find their way out. Ugh. The hiker was uh, retrieved and got mm. a ride out of the woods uh, by the UTV and denied any injuries. Uh, and then they tell you at the end of this uh, story, if you are lost, 
or think you are lost, stay in one spot and call 911 and wait for the responders. Yeah, don't don't move around because they can ping your phone, but if you're moving around, they'll never find you. Yeah, don't try to try to cross the swamp. You know, I, I don't want to say where I was yesterday, what town. Where were you and what town were you well, in? Well, I don't want to say because the people along the get really angry if they hear me say this. Anyway, um, I'm, uh, I'm driving around, see, yeah. and there's a woman walking on the streets, okay? She's not hiking. She's not in the woods. She's not, uh, she's not uh, you know, walking the trails uh, amongst the nature. She's just walking the streets or the sidewalks, uh, so it is. She's got uh, walking poles, like hiking, po- like, y- you know what I'm talking about? It's like a, the two poles, she's got them in one in each hand, yeah. and she's walking on a sidewalk with the poles. Like she's skiing without skis. It, it, that's exactly yeah. what I yeah. was thinking. It's like, this is not, you know, this town, uh, it could or might not have been Longmeadow, is not exactly what I would call a cross-country skiing area. Right. Especially when it's 61 degrees out. I don't. I, I guess I just don't understand hiking on streets like that require down, poles. Like, was she impeding traffic? No, no, she wasn't impeding traffic. Oh. she was. She was mindful of the traffic. Yeah, I just couldn't understand the poles. I've seen people. I saw like like an Amish person on the beach doing that down in Florida once. But the, were they picking up trash? No, they were walking. They were doing the speed walk. I, I, you know, my, I, fr- my friend and I saw that, and we're like, "What the hell is that?" What, what, is well, that? if you're on a beach, yeah. I can maybe see. You know, maybe your, you know, the shoes that you that you cobbled yourself are probably not great for walking on the beach, yeah. and so you need the sticks. But if you're walking down the streets of Longmeadow and you're not hitting the trails, right? What the hell are you doing with sticks? I don't know. Are you using to uh, you know, using them to avert ambushes? So the week you were out. Yeah. When Marty was here and then we had that big giant snowstorm. Yeah. So I was complaining about driving through, uh, and I don't want to say what town I was in because the people along middle don't like that. Yeah, right. Right. And, uh, and I was, as I was driving down, uh, what is it, Converse Street over here? Okay. There's a lady in the road jogging. In the road, and the road isn't cleared yet. Like the the pl- I mean, the snow was still coming down, and they hadn't they've been plowed maybe a couple of times, but you still had slush on the road. Mm-hmm. And this like lady is running down the street and in the sh- like off the shoulder because you know you can't run on the shoulder where all the snow is. Right, you just got to run in the road. But it's like I get your 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 activity, your desire to be. F- you know, do but but go go to a gym for the day and get get a pass for the day. Yeah. And get get the treadmill going. I was uh, watching the TikToks the other day, yeah. and there was a uh, there was uh, one video uh, of like uh, like news bloopers. Oh yeah, yeah. which I uh, yeah. How do you not love news bloopers? Anyway, uh, not a local story, but there was a reporter outside talking to people who were out jogging during a, a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, yeah, we jog in snow, and the snowstorms all the time. It's, yeah, this is, you know, it's good to get out, and you know, it's a great way to stay in shape. And the woman and her husband, you know, start running. Maybe like 40 yards later, yeah. you see this woman take this huge header because she slips yeah. on the ice, yeah. whacks her coconut right yeah. down on the ground, yeah. ba-boom. And yeah. it's hilarious because, you know, she was saying, oh, yeah, we run in the snow all the time. Oh, yeah? Well, that would explain the, <laughs> the brain damage yeah. from falling on the ground. What? Well, 
it's always funny to see somebody be confident about something that uh, you know is not going to go well. Yeah, I don't know. It, it can only end badly because, one, you're watching it on the TikToks, and you know it can only end in one way. See, that lady should have had the ski poles. Otherwise, she would have been fine. I think that woman would have impaled herself yeah. on one of these ski poles. Why are people walking around with ski poles when there's no snow, but when there's snow out there, the people yeah. are just running right down the middle of Converse Street? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes no sense. It's like Thunderdome. There's no rules. Again, I don't want to say where I saw this, but I have to believe that the people of Longmeadow have <laughs> I got a lot of questions, too. Where in that town you don't want to name was it? I would say it was somewhere between uh, William Street. Oh, in that area. Yeah. Of that town that we don't know uh, is Long Meadow. Yeah, traversing through yeah. the heavily the heavily wooded areas of William Street. <sighs> Police officers have probably heard lots of excuses when they pull people over. Uh, and they've probably seen some, you know, good performances by sure. some. But here's a new one. Cops in Minnesota pulled over a guy on Friday night, and the driver handed them uh, their driver's license and a get-out-of-jail-free card from the Monopoly. From game. Monopoly. Yeah. It's it's the actual get-out-of-jail-free card. It's not a euphemism. That it's, doesn't help, right? No. Uh, it, it looked worn, so the person probably had it in their wallet for a while, just kind of waiting to do this. It's unclear what the person got pulled over for, but it doesn't sound like it worked. The police shared a photo of it on Facebook and said, Unfortunately, the state of Minnesota does not recognize this as a valid document. Points for the effort and humor, though. It's uh, possible that the driver uh, just got a ticket and was allowed to proceed. You know Passing go, collecting $200. But you know what's interesting? What? You know what they do have in Minnesota? The $10 beauty pageant. Which oh, is the other card you receive when you Yeah, chest. that's right. They'll never of, have that beauty yeah, pageant out there. A lot there. of ugly people in the state of Minnesota. Uh, and he also didn't land on the yellow properties. Nobody oh, lands on yellow properties. We we played Monopoly a couple of weeks ago. With the kids? It's my daughter's favorite game. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, why? Such a why, commitment. Why, why do you have to be into this? <laughs> Couldn't you, couldn't you pick a game it's, it's like over in five minutes? Well, I told you. My grandmother used to play Monopoly with us. She made up the old, she her own rules. She made up her own rules. And then I, when I was 14 years old, I go to a friend's house, and they're like, oh, all right, we're going to play Monopoly. And I'm like, I know that game. And I'm like, where's the Eve Light 120s and the Gilby's Gin? <laughs> <laughs> they never heard how to play it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Baltic Avenue uh, all day long. We're just sitting here. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, sunny to start and then rainy later today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, uh, rainy with a high of 47. Looking at 33 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Pro contract. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 847 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, eventually rainy today, sunny to start, but then rain uh, with a high of 59 tomorrow, rainy with a high of 47, 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, yesterday we were talking about uh, the, the Spirit of Springfield hosting the uh, U.S. Uh, Air Force concert band yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the largest audience for any military band in Springfield history, 1,800 people. At, uh, at Symphony Hall yesterday. It was a great crowd and a, and a really cool show. So uh, thanks to everybody who was there. It was a, it was a really it was a really fun afternoon. Yeah, we had, we had, a, uh, we had a great time there. I, yeah. had some, um, I had some family visit over the weekend. And uh, my nephew, who's 21, 
has turned 21, you know, back last June. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't, he doesn't, not a, not a drinking guy, doesn't drink, but he wanted to, he wanted to be able to legally purchase marijuana. So I, so you took him. So Uncle Steve, get in the car, kid. We're going to the dispensary. Man, you're like the cool uncle. Boy, I'm the cool uncle uh, of legal legality. Yeah. I would, you know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, there was people when we were teenagers that would buy us beer and stuff. Yeah. I would never do that ever. Not now. Ever. No. No, yeah. I wouldn't even do that when I was like 21 cuz you realize like wow, you could really go to jail for that. Yeah, and, that's but that's then, like a crime. That that was then and then now at this age I'm like, wow, that's dangerous. Like you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like to buy booze for kids. But, but this uh, kid was over 21. He's over 21. He's legal. He's of legal age to go get the cannabis and uh, he thought that was a cool experience. He's like, you can just walk in here and buy weed. Like, yeah, you can. Now, uh, did he bring his own money for this? Yes, Or, he or did. was he like asking you, hey, no, no, uh, no, no, hey Uncle no, no, Steve, no, no, no. could he, you bring me to a dispensary and buy me something? No, he was uh, he was looking uh, for something like an edible uh, to, to take, uh, you know, something to chill him out for a little sure. while. So we got him, uh, you know, assuming these like uh, CBD slash THC uh, mm-hmm. kind of things. And uh, he enjoyed them. And uh, he was uh, he didn't want to take them home on the plane with him. He thought he would get caught, you know, like he doesn't want to smuggle uh so he gobbled him up right before the flight. Yes, that's exactly what he <laughs> Cause did. Because that works out yeah, great. And uh and and he was feeling pretty, pretty, pretty paranoid. good. Yeah, pretty paranoid. <laughs> pretty paranoid. Yeah. Felt like his chest was about to burst out of his out of his body. See, that's the thing. If I like take too much of that stuff, I would never get on a plane. Like if you because if you sometimes if you take too much, you can have these little panic attacks, little yeah. mini panic attacks that nothing's gonna happen to you. You just feel like you're gonna die. Because you took too much THC. Yeah, and it's a great feeling. No, it's not a great feeling. <laughs> but, like, you know, to be trapped on an airplane and, like, something goes wrong, oh, my God, I'd be freaking out. You know, uh, remember I told you the story of, like, uh, you know, donating plasma? I know you you'd had that, that plasma event on, uh, on Saturday. But, you know, back when I was in college, back when, you know, life was a lot more carefree and irresponsible, they would pay you. Uh, like $15 and then say after you've gone through the whole process of uh, donating your plasma, hey, whatever you do, don't drink alcohol because it, it affects you in a, in a really hard and dangerous way. Yeah. Well, any college student is going to say, all right, you know, I got $15 in my pocket burning a hole. The first thing I'm going to do is go to the packy and grab myself a sixer. That's what you do. I've told you this before. Yeah, These are it, more dares than they are warnings. But when they tell you, yeah. you know, only have a little bit of the edible. Only take like one thing off the off the bar of chocolate. The reason they're telling you isn't because you're going to get really high. The reason they tell you is it's going to be a bad, bad experience. Yes, it's not a very, it's not a good experience yeah. at all. It's it's not it, it, it's not an equal situation. Like you can get drunk off like like three beers after donating your plasma, like really drunk after three beers. But yeah, overeating uh, the edibles not smart. No, not a good idea. I would not suggest it. Um, it, it, it. But those warnings, you know, they tell you like in a hot tub, it says uh, do not drink alcohol or alcohol may increase the eff- something about the hot water may increase the effects of the alcohol. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I certainly wouldn't I'm want to get boozy in a hot tub. Sorry. Where is the problem in your warning la- label? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's just like, like anything. That's like saying that. Uh, Chocolate will make you fat. Oh, no, you don't say. Yeah, you don't know. Huh. I'll take 10 bars, please. <laughs>
Hey, uh, really cool event. You uh, talked about uh, seeing uh, Keith Coogan at oh. the Agawam Cinemas. Well, yeah. Can I just? We got a few minutes. Let me. Just, oh yeah, yeah, just yeah. Talk about that anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I talked earlier this morning about how we went and met Keith Coogan, who played Kenny in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Now, a lot of people would be like, oh, oh, "Is that what the guy's doing now?" It was actually a really cool experience. I mean, to that was a movie that was from my generation. Yeah, it wasn't a great movie, but it was fun when you were twelve, and it was a funny movie. Yeah, then. and uh, it's still enjoyable to kind of sit back and watch. But the cool thing was, you know, for my kids, like getting that experience of seeing, um, seeing the actor of a movie they've never seen, and then watching it in the theater. I thought that was a pretty cool experience, and they, they seem to enjoy it, too. And you know what? Good on the theater for trying to do uh, something new and interesting for, for fans. And that's the thing. Uh, I talked with the, the owner, Kim, uh, after after the show, and uh, super super nice lady, and just telling you know how they're really just trying to bring some more events uh, to the area, uh, not only with this Keith, Keith Coogan thing, but just different special showcased movies, um, things like things of the nature, even comedy shows. Yeah, that's and that's what I'm talking about. On the uh, on April 15th, they're bringing in uh, Stephen Michael Cusada, uh, and uh, Stephen Michael is uh, Steve. I'm going to call him Steve. Uh, was on Breaking Bad. This oh, is, this that's is the, my this, favorite character on the show. I've never seen. You need to see the show because yeah. uh, this is the guy that played Gomi. Okay, like, I don't know is, who that is. This is uh, like Hank's partner on uh, in the DEA. And uh, poor Gomi. Didn't end well for Gomi, but didn't end for Hank either, for that matter. But nevertheless, uh, he's going to be there with uh, Philip Anthony on the 15th at Agawam Centers, Cinemas, two shows, seven and nine. Uh, you can get tickets at uh, livecomedy.ticketleap.com, or you can win a pair right now, 293-1021. These are tickets to the 7 o'clock show. All so, right. Good luck to you. Philip Anthony is a very funny comedian too, local guy. Is he? Very yeah. good. Yeah. Well, so there you go. So you got a whole great you got a great night of comedy in Agawam. And uh like I said, the theater is uh, I've never been in there before. And I, it, people who've been in there know this that the seats are set up like in rows like a traditional movie theater, mm-hmm. but in between the rows are tables. Like it's a table that stretches around each row, kind of like a like a seminar room somewhere like a stadium-style seminar room, you can hold all your stuff. I thought it was a great little place to do that. There you go. It's like I keep my popcorn, uh, <laughs> my Keith Coogan autographed uh, photo, and uh, and my wallet Yeah, right there. And, some, and something large to drink. Yes, very large to drink. Yeah, well, there yeah. you have it. Mm-hmm. Tenth caller, 293-1021. It's 855 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Yeah.